Ditch the clowns on the left. And the jokers on the right. And join Michael Smirconish right here in the middle. This is the Smirconish Podcast for independent minds. Before there was Brian Landry and Gabby Patino, there was Alec Murdoch, the Alec Murdoch family of Hampton, South Carolina. And I'm fascinated with this case. I've been following it from afar. I said to TC, TC, find whomever has unwound it by its component parts, which leads me to Valerie Borline from the Wall Street Journal, who writes about small-town America and Southern politics and economics and culture, and before joining the Wall Street Journal, worked as a congressional correspondent for the News and Observer in Raleigh, North Carolina, uh, a legislative reporter at The State in Columbia, South Carolina, cops reporter in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, Central Casting has sent her to us. Valerie, thank you so much for being here. Oh, thanks so much for having me. I, like you, am fascinated by this story, completely fascinated. If you were looking over my shoulder right now here in Philly, you would see that I printed out a copy of what you wrote for the Wall Street Journal. By the way, it's it's in all of my social media, making it very easy for people who are listening to us to, to read in themselves. But on the back cover, I created a flow chart just because I wanted to understand. So, for example, at the top, I've got Randolph Murdoch. That's the correct pronunciation. The third, his son, Alec Murdoch, married to Maggie, them having two sons, so-called Buster and Paul. How am I doing so far? That's exactly right. Okay. Should we begin? But if you want want to understand the family... To your flowchart, go back and add Randolph III and Randolph Jr. and Randolph Sr. Because this family's power dates back to 1910 when they founded the law firm and then became solicitor or district attorney in 1920. So it's a generational power story that predates Ellick and is, is just unraveling so quickly. It's fascinating. You know, one of the things that's a foreign concept to me as an attorney is that you're either practicing law or you're involved in the the prosecutor's office or the system. Maybe you're is part of the public defender's office. But the overlap between the two that has been a part of this story is curious to me. Well, no, you're you're exactly right. And it's and it's incredibly unusual to be both. But the legacy there is, you know, the the, the law firm was starting in, in 1910. This in this little town of 2,000 people and was this personal injury lawyer who people came to. That was the first Murdoch. But then in 1920, you know, Charleston was growing, so the, they were, the state needed to carve out another judicial circuit um, to have, you know, more judges, more DAs. So they created the, this judicial circuit in 1920. Randolph Murdoch, the original, ran for that job and ran the district attorney's office for a five county area, pass the office on to his son and then to his son. So you have like, it's a dynamic that could only really play out in a small town. But over time, it's also a dynamic that nobody can challenge, right? Because power perpetuates itself. Sure. So you're really running both sides of the of the legal ledger in a way that makes, you know, that makes the Murdochs the law in huge part of South Carolina. Who was Mrs. Satterfield and what happened to her? Oh, Mrs. Satterfield was the, um, Gloria Satterfield was the family's housekeeper. 
And she was also sort of a nanny, right? Uh, a common thing in, in Southern families. So Gloria worked for the family since the boys were very young. They were born in 96 and 99. And she worked there for more than 20 years. Um, Gloria fell down the steps at the Murdoch's house in 2018. She uh, fell into a coma and she died three weeks later. Um, and Alec came up to her two sons who are were, who were young adults and at the funeral and said, you know what? I feel terrible about, about this. She died at my house. She tripped over my dogs. That's what the boys were told, or that's what they say. I want to make it right. I'm going to sue myself for a wrongful death, and so the insurers will pay out something that will help you have a little money to live on. And so the boys said, cool, thanks, yeah. And they went along with that. They hired his best friend as their lawyer, and then they never heard another word, right, for three years. And then come to find out, the insurers did pay out more than $4 million dollars or thought they were paying it to the boys, but they never received a dime and didn't realize until the summer that, that it, when, when Alec Murdoch's troubles really built and some of you know these, these news broke, they're like, wait a second, we never got any of that money. And, and now they're suing over her, over her death. Is it fair to say that when Mrs. Satterfield passed, that was February 2nd, 2018, uh, it wasn't considered suspicious, but it sure is now? That's exactly right. You know, it wasn't, well, it wasn't considered suspicious, yes, although um, there were rumors in town that it was, it was, that, that maybe she was, maybe she was pushed. There were always those rumors going around town, um, and that comes up in some legal documents, too. But until this summer, um, when the questions came out about the payouts, nobody really checked her death certificate, right? So a new coroner comes along, not the one who, who was there when she died in 2018, and pulled the death certificate recently and said, wait a second, it says natural causes on it. You, you can't have a wrongful death of natural causes. So the coroner wrote a letter to the state law enforcement division requesting an inquiry into the nature of her death. So there's two things going on there. There's the, wow. the, the disappearance of the $4 million and there's potential, Holy you know, there's smokes. an investigation into how she fell. What happened? Okay, so so the nanny, the housekeeper, she passes in February of 2018, one year later, is the pronunciation Dowdy, Morgan Dowdy? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's what, Paul's girlfriend. Okay, so Paul's girlfriend dies in this boating mishap. What's the short version of what happened there? Sure. So Paul's girlfriend, uh, Morgan, was injured, but she did. She was not the girl who died. It was her very dear friend, a woman named Mallory Beach, who died. Oh, got it. Right. So, so the story there is that Paul, at the time, was 19 and he had um, a group of friends he grew up with. So he and his girlfriend had two couple friends that they were best friends with, right? And they took they took Paul's dad's boat out to go to Oyster Roast. And Paul, you know, there's he got really drunk, right? Just objectively drunk. His BAC was 0.286. So they're driving home from the Oyster Roast, and everybody's frustrated. It's cold. It's foggy. They're having to lean out of the boat with a flashlight to navigate. And Paul's very drunk by this point and gets mad at, at his girlfriend and starts yelling at her and, and she's yelling back and it's just very tense. So the, the p- kids on the boat all testified later or the fact that, that the boat went from cruising along to going 20 mile, 29 miles an hour in the fog in two in the morning. And the boat hits a bridge, uh, the bridge to Paris Island in, in, in the Creek in South Carolina at 29 miles an hour. And Mallory is thrown from the boat and she uh, is not recovered for a week, and then her body is found five miles away, and she she had died. And by the way, I know from from your reporting that 
Alec Murdoch, the father of Buster and Paul, upon arriving. In fact, I think he's at the hospital with Randolph, his father, who has not yet died. But it sounds like they were kind of canvassing all of the hospital rooms and the witnesses. Absolutely. Absolutely. There are multiple nurses, security guards, ER techs that testified that he was going, you know, he he walked in with his dad, who was, you know, the 80 year old um, former prosecutor to you know three in the morning and is checking the admission board. What room is so-and-so in? What room is so-and-so in? And then, you know, the nurses all testified. He was, he was ducking in and trying to get them all on the same page where they might say, well, we're not sure he was dying who was driving because Alec is, is a very sharp lawyer and he knew intuitively the liability on so many levels was just tremendous for the family. Valerie, it would be devastating for the family. Valerie, I, I wondered, I'm, it's so curious that you just said, because Alec is this brilliant lawyer, as I'm reading what you're writing, I'm wondering, is he a brilliant lawyer or, you know, or is he just not the old man? <laughs> well, you know, that's a, that's a, that's a good point. I, I was talking to a lawyer who knows the family well yesterday and they're like, look, you know, the grand, the great granddad was a brilliant lawyer. The granddad right. was a terrific, terrific litigator. The right. father was a great negotiator. Ellick is a good guy. People liked him. He did a lot right. of, you know, he, he was a networker. So yeah, I think that's a good point. We don't, we okay. don't know. It's not been established that he's a brilliant mind, but he knows the law and he's lived it his entire life. Sure. So, yeah. And, you know, he, and he knows all the players. Okay. So, so 2018, the housekeeper passes 2019 mm-hmm. Mallory dies related to the boating accident. Now, again, in February, by the way, this is kind of odd. Now it's February of 2021. Maggie and Paul, meaning mom and son, shot dead. What's that short version? Actually, that I, that happened in June, I believe, June 7th. Oh, did it? Um, okay. My flow yeah, chart's so off. That, oh, no, no. It's, it's it, Well, there's a lot going on here, Michael. I know. There's five bodies. There's seven investigations. There's millions of dollars. A lot to keep track of. But no, so yeah. Um, so in June, the granddad was dying. He was he and the family. The lawyer says the family had had been called to come home and say goodbye. So the family was coming home to Moselle, the big property they owned in in rural South Carolina. So on June seventh, um, Maggie and Paul were shot to death. Maggie was shot at close, I mean, she was shot at close range with a semi-automatic weapon multiple times, including in the back. And, and Paul was shot twice with a shotgun, which, um, you, you know, you know, guns, I mean, they, uh, twice with a shotgun is, is overkill and once in the face. Um, and it was just a gruesome scene. Paul had been visiting his mother. I'm sorry, Alec had been visiting his mother and came home at 10 o'clock, rolled up on, on, on the dead bodies of his wife and child and, and, you know, predictably freaked out. Oh, and then finally, in terms of the milestones, we get to Alec recently having been shot by Curtis Smith. Uh, apparently he claims so that Buster, his surviving son could be paid a $10 million insurance policy. Yes. So that, so June 7th, Maggie and Paul are killed. June 10th, um, Randolph the third, the granddad is, has dies. Mm-hmm. There's just a lot of, lot of stuff happening in Ellick's life over the course of the summer. And, um, you know, a lot of documentations released in the boat crash after Paul's death, because he's not charged anything anymore. And it is, it's pretty damning for Ellick's behavior. He's facing some obstruction questions. Um, you, you roll into early September, 
uh, the law firm founded 100 years ago by his relatives, they realize or they have confronted him about some missing money and accuse him of stealing client money. That's the night of September 3rd, right? They force him out. So the morning of September 4th, he's on this deserted roadway and initially says somebody drove by and shot him from a pickup truck. And gradually, a week later or so, acknowledged that he had tried to fake. He was, he was, his lawyer says he was deeply depressed. He had, been, he had a sit, hidden opioid addiction. The walls were closing in on him, and he asked a friend of his to shoot him in the head so Buster, the older son, could have a, an insurance settlement. It's just, it, it just is it's such a tale. It's really nuts. So to sum up, tell me if, tell me if I have it right. Alec Murdoch has lost his housekeeper slash nanny in a quote-unquote slip and fall. His son Paul was involved in a boating accident that caused the death of Paul's girlfriend's friend, and Alex's other part. Uh, pardon me, uh, and Alex's son Paul and wife have been shot dead, and he himself, Alec, has been quote unquote wounded in some drive-by shooting for which now he is uh, being charged as is a man who took the shot. Yes. Whew. What, yes, so that's what? all. That's all the case, and and it's and there. You know, I should mention there's this sprawling civil lawsuit in the death of Mallory Beach, the 19 year old who was thrown from the boat. Right. Um, that's there was a hearing in that case yesterday. That the family is suing and 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 you know potentially for millions and millions of dollars in that case. And so there's more documentation coming out about Ellick's financial situation and and and, and other details that we'll find out in the coming weeks. Valerie Borline, if you and I were to pitch this in Hollywood, they would say too fantastical, right? I mean, it's, it's well, just even too crazy. My, I, I really appreciate the kind words about the story, Michael, because my own sister called me. She's like, yeah, it's interesting, but I, I kind of got lost. There's a lot of people. I was like, well, I did the best I could. <laughs> so, you know. Well, as you say, five bodies and seven investigations. So where is Alec Murdoch today? Alec, his, his lawyer says Alec is in Georgia at a, at a rehab facility undergoing rehab for his opioid addiction right we have seen him only we've seen him only once at his his bond hearing on september the 13th i believe on the charges related to faking his own death you know he was he's a he's a big guy he's the fourth of his fourth generation to play football for for usc university of south carolina he was very he was very thin he was um his red hair had really lightened he was wearing a, a jail jumpsuit that's the only time we've seen him this in you know in, in the last month and um as far as we know he's in georgia i i have one additional question are, are we are is the public are you as one who is obviously paying very close attention and thank you for that do we know of the insurance implications if any of maggie and paul having been shot dead in june of 2021 we don't know we hmm. don't know. Um, there are questions around that, and and the estate for Paul has been opened, so we're starting to see some documentation that gives us a sense of of his estate, but Maggie's has not been. So we don't really know. We don't know if she had a life insurance policy. We don't. I mean, that's what I most want to know. That's from thirty thousand square feet. That's what I most want to know. I want to know. I'll just say it. I want to know if Alec benefited financially from the execution of his wife and son. That'll tell me a lot, I think. 
We don't. It's a, it's an important question. We do not know the answer to it. And Ellick has tried. Um, his you know he and his lawyers have worked very hard to limit his financial disclosures. And so what we know are from like any estate documents and mortgages that you can pull. But no, we don't know yet what the deal is. Valerie, I promise this will be my final question. I don't want to overstay my welcome with you. I could talk to you all day. I love it. Okay. (laughs) Well, I could talk about this. I wish we had a cocktail because it just sort of lends itself to that. Uh, Do you have a handle on community sentiment? I mean, from a distance, I'm looking at... Alec Murdoch very suspiciously, and and then I catch myself and I say, ah, geez, maybe I should be sympathy sympathetic to this guy. He lost his wife and he, he lost his son. W- w- how do people feel there? I think you know they feel gobsmacked. I, I should say that Hampton County is a very very rural place. It's a very poor place. Twenty thousand people over you know eight hundred square miles. So you know it's just it's it's very very rural. And right. the family has nobody moves in, nobody moves out, you know, according to the census data. So the family has there was a there was a case that got a, a big judgment that got kicked back down to um, to a lower court because five of the 12 jurors in this big settlement, in this big jury award had, had worked with the Murdochs over the years. So it's just like a place where everybody knows everybody. So I'd say the local sentiment is complicated. The Murdochs wow. do a lot of good in that town. There, they, uh, there were some tornadoes a year or so ago, and they held, you know, they took everybody's laundry, washed it, and gave it back to them. I mean, they do stuff like mm. that. They sponsor the ball team, so there is a complex relationships there. Um, and there's been some reporting that people there locally just really don't want to talk about it. And, and I've been down several times in. I found that to be true. Nobody really wants to talk about on the family, the family on the record, because, you know, we don't know where we're headed. That was excellent. Thank you so, so much. We really got the right please person. Have, and I am very back. grateful. Please, really? Please yes. Please have me back. I'd love to. I, okay. I, done. Done. Valerie Borline <laughs> from The Journal. Thank you so, so much. You're welcome. Thanks so much, have, Michael. Have a good day. Okay. There it is. Um, may I? May I now? I've I've okay. modified my Thank flow chart. Thank goodness you had a flow chart. Now I I modified it. There were a couple. There were a couple things that you needed to change. Okay. To correct. Go so ahead. so she said I didn't go back far enough. I should have gone to Randolph Murdoch, the original Randolph Murdoch, and Randolph Murdoch, Jr. Brilliant. Very good, right? In terms of the the I think lawyering, it was brilliant, and then it was terrific, and yeah. then it was good, nice and guy. then it was nice, nice guy. guy, nice guy. Ooh. So Randolph Murdoch the third is the father of Alec Murdoch. Alec married to Maggie. Alec and Maggie had two sons, Buster and Paul. In February of twenty eight, the family housekeeper slash nanny sustains a quote-unquote slip and fall and dies, and there's a $4 million settlement as a result that apparently doesn't get to her own blood kin. February of 2019, the boating accident involving son Paul, I was mistaken when I said his girlfriend perished. It was the girlfriend's friend named Mallory Beach. Okay. Fast forward two years. It's June of 2021. Now Maggie, the mom... Paul, one of the sons, are shot dead, an unsolved homicide. And then more recently, September of this year, Alec is shot by a guy named Curtis Smith, apparently so that Buster, the surviving son, could be paid $10 million in insurance. That's what the South Carolina case is all about. I could not. 
I could not agree with you more when you told her it would be too fantastic if you pitched it to Hollywood. I'm picturing a Netflix series yeah. where someone dies every single episode and you think, come on, you, you know someone what? can't die every single episode. You know episode. what it reminds me of? There was a show, there was a show on, on, I think on Netflix, and I want to say Sissy Spacek was in it. It was Florida-based. And I, I, you know, this is one of those I, I watched it for two or three seasons and I can't remember a damn thing about it other than there was murder and intrigue and some sex, mm. which is why I watched it. But this reminds me of that. What, what's the name of the show I'm thinking of? You got to tell Sissy, me more than that. Sissy Spacek oh, and TV. Okay. I mean, how much has she done recently? Okay. Really? Golly. But this is what it reminds me of, except in this case, it's it's all happened. Um, by the way, wasn't there someone else that was killed that now they're looking into that person, too? Yes. Yeah, there, there was, was one. Else. There, there was someone else that I that I left out. As she said, five bodies and uh, seven investigations. And did I only get to four bodies? I think I only bloodline? got bloodline. Bloodline was it? Bloodline Netflix. Is it Florida? Does it show Murder you like cases, a... boats? Oh, that's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. Somebody's calling to tell you it's yeah, it's that show. That's... Hear more of Michael Smirconish on Sirius XM's POTUS Channel One Twenty Four live weekdays from nine a.m. to noon east or anytime on the SXM app. Connect with Michael on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and at Smirconish.com. Michael Smirconish for independent minds.